There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. Good morning, St. Louis. <clears throat> Where's Tim? Thank you. Where is he? He was here yesterday. Where is he? Man, they're going to be banty as hell. I'm going home. Oh. oh. They're going to be so pissed. You know, Jackson is great at this. So. Yes. Absolutely. We're very happy we'll that, you, that you here. stepped in. Hey, thanks, Eggs. It's great to be in the studio with you boys. You know, so often I'm in my little booth back there, which mm-hmm. KGO Town is now inhabiting. Uh, in my stead, because Tim is out today, planned vacation, uh, even though he might come in the building a little later to do some work, yeah. but uh, he has planned this vacation, so all is good with Tim, but he is out today, and I am in, and so, so often, I'm in my little, my little booth back there, and I don't get that quality time where I can, I can see you fellas while we do the show, really? and, I, and I really value that. Why would you value that? Um, because I love you guys so much. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And uh, you guys are hot. Oh, well, you know what I don't like? A lot like? of beefcake in the <clears throat> studio. And it's not going to take a shot at our studio, but the Rizzuto Show, King Scott's in his booth. He's right in the studio. 101 ESPN, producers in the booth, right in the studio. Mm-hmm. Jackson's in a booth looking at a wall. Oh, yeah, you know. HD2 is just not there. But I also am like the watch guard. You know, it's kind of like my little tower where I can kind of see what's going on throughout the station. Really? Yeah, there's two little windows in there, and people pass by the hallway. Some people will give me a little wave. Mm-hmm. Rafe likes to tap the glass like I'm like a goldfish. Really? Yeah, and it's nice. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, no windows in here, so I'm kind of the watch guard for you guys, you know, keeping you guys safe. And there's nothing between us except a restroom. Oh, sweet, sweet brine separates <laughs> oh, there are four gentlemen, in there five gentlemen. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so get involved. Uh, this we need is you today. The morning after presented to you by Brown and Crouppen here on this lovely Thursday, November 16th, 2023. Coming up today, we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. And we have prize today, though. We have a prize all week. Well, what would that be? That's tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish at Hollywood oh. Casino Amphitheater on Saturday, June 1st. So if you win okay. today's Design Air Heating and Cooling email today... You get a couple ducats to go mm-hmm. see Hootie and the Blowfish. I don't, don't want to be with you. Ba, ba, ba. Hopefully it'll sound better than that. I think Although that good. wasn't bad. And the dolphins make me cry. Dolphins make me cry. Wrapped up in blue. 
I only want to be with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> Heaven's sakes. That's good stuff. We're four minutes in. Maybe sure. we need a karaoke segment on the show. Yeah. You know, we could do that. I used to do that at 9 o'clock hour. but You want to bring it back to that? Yeah, we can. Okay. The key is, though, that you have to be in that seat. Well, I'll have to make it a short smoke break. Or maybe throw a few extra promos in there. Or... What if I uh, give you like a hand signal, like a hard, like a silent count, Doug? You know, like I'll like snap my mm-hmm. hand down, and mm-hmm. that means like start your break early so you can get here oh, for okay. the nine o'clock hour. Yeah, do a couple live spots as I head out. Yeah, and so then we can uh, get that going. Yeah, I'll have to think of a song. Now I got I'm gonna give him credit because he was fabulous yesterday. Uh, it was on Instagram. Rafe sang "Lady" by Kenny Rogers, which I do believe was written by Lionel Richie. It was good, man. He sang the whole song, and he was in 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 character. He didn't break. He just kind of crooned. Was this on the show? Yeah, <clears throat> and it was this guy. That guy's so talented, but it's actually Rafe. very good. I just commented. I said, "Great job, Rafe. I'm soaked." <laughs> what do you mean you're soaked? What the world does that mean? <laughs> you told that to a coworker? Yeah. <laughs> you got a flooded basement? No, I don't think we have an HR department anymore. We're good. Um, you're soaked. Well, just fun little comment but uh, it was fabulous if you get a chance go to the Rizzuto show Instagram and watch Rafe sing Lady it's pretty good Doug you gonna do that learn was swooning swooning yeah he was singing every time you sing you're swooning yeah he was singing right to learn I think oh you and Lauren have sang before together what was that Tom Petty Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker and uh, Stevie Nicks stopped dragging my heart around I thought it was fabulous (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We could play that on. Uh, we should do that on a skeleton. <laughs> you kind of think everything you do is fabulous. Yeah, that Whoa, one definitely. Such a great, felt... <laughs> such a great adjective. Well, it was mainly learn, and then I had Kenny. Um, <laughs> uh, Kenny. But your part was fabulous. Yeah. No Tom doubt. Petty doesn't have a lot of verses in there, but fly with me, lesbian battle hawk. There that yeah, is. See, that was great, but um. <laughs> yeah, that was super. <laughs> Are you swooning yet? There's Doug? not many. I'm soaked <laughs> over here. <laughs> Put that learn segment in the uh, skeleton with me singing. I would bet it is. Yeah. Plazzi, I bet that's already. I bet that's already. If it's not, we can take care of that. Oh, I'm sure. Plazzi, if I can, just a reminder. I don't know if you've done it yet. Of course, uh, you can remind me. Tomorrow, if we can have all Jay in the skeleton, because Saturday is the. I appreciate one year. So, so do you want the nervous passing? Do you want the Jay on Friday then? Correct. For yeah, tomorrow? just because okay. he's uh, Saturday's the one year since he passed away. So we'll kind of celebrate that at Gobble Bowl Saturday. Yeah, I, I need to go back and listen to his uh, thing about the NIT. God, he was so pissed off to start the show. Really funny. <laughs> God, he gets so upset over that. He listened to Tom Ackerman for probably 30 minutes yeah. on the way in. It really started to get his blood boiling <laughs> at the NIT, that he was excited that the NIT might be coming to our great city. What is wrong with this city? So. Oh, and I, I and obviously as, as a as a basketball simp, I had to I had to sta- stand for the NIT and say how exciting it would be. Miss that boy. You were excited about the NIT? Uh, no, I just I would I my point was I would rather have it than not. I mean, if, if it's been at Madison Square Garden for this long, yeah, obviously, I guess. you know. But at the same time, it is the secondary tournament Gosh, in terms yeah. of college teams basketball. that are barely five hundred, and like big teams don't even accept the invitation. Like yeah. North Carolina. Didn't even accept an invitation to it. Jackson, you are losing control quickly. Get the old one in control quickly, or this is going to go way off the rails. It's from mm. Ken's Wedding Toast. If you want to send in your thoughts, you can. 
EDF Group text inbox. You want that number, Doug? The number to text sure. in is 314-881-TMA5. If you want to call in, KG and O-Town is back in my booth, which is now the Sekman Studios. What's the uh, district there, uh, KG? Fox C6. Fox C6, C6. the Fox C6 C6 Studios. Uh, You can talk to him. That number is 636-904-TMA. And we welcome all callers. Did we ever figure out what the C6 stands for? Yeah, my dad sent it. Consolidated. Consolidated, yeah. My dad sent me it. Kirkwood used to be, I don't know if it still is, used to be R7. What would that be? KG, do you know the answer on the R? Because a couple school districts are R. Route 7. It's not Route, route seven? 7? Reconsolidated. Reconsolidated. I don't know. <laughs> Reconsolidated. Well, why is Fox consolidated, but the other ones aren't? If you have to ask, then you don't really need to know. Mm, <laughs> I want to know. Is there that. a P? Because you could be Rich 7, and then a P could be Peace 6, Poor 6. Peace 6? What, what would be some poor? schools that were Rich poor and six? Poor. I don't want to. I feel like you do. <laughs> Just you're eventually gonna say it. So you might as well just say it. I guess Ledoux R eight. Now we're talking. Gonna come out in the eight o'clock hour. What would Brent would be? Uh, M middle class. Middle class. M eleven. Medium. That's Central Corridor. No, Brentwood's more than Brentwood's higher than medium. I think. Yeah. Those those houses now in Brentwood are. Yeah. I mean, really nice. I went by uh, our old house that I grew up in, on Lewis, a few weeks ago, and when I was cleaning out to move. I found a thing from a lawyer that all of us got because my sister sold the house. Brown and Crouppen. And then, no, they didn't sue anybody. We sold the house. Title sponsored. Yeah. Um, And it listed how much each kid got. And she sold the house for $48,000 just because she wanted to get rid of it. She said, I'm just. Must have been quite an estate. Forty-eight thousand. Well, I think my parents paid like eighteen thousand when they bought it back yeah. in the early sixties. Yeah. Um, houses in Brent. That house now is uh, they could sell it now for one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, there's houses in Brentwood that are like five hundred thousand dollars, which oh, is more big. than that. More than that. Eh, not many. There aren't really big, huge houses in Brentwood, but they're nice. All really the neighborhoods nice. are nice. It's kind of like the hill. Everybody takes care of their grass, but. Um, kind of like the hill because wow. everyone Isn't takes that great. Yeah, everybody People actually take care of their grass. Well, that yeah. is upscale. Yeah, there's some neighborhoods and people don't even cut their grass. Every grass is. Now, there's houses on McKnight by Highway 40 just south of that. That's Brentwood, right? There's million dollar houses in there. Yeah, that's. Would that be Brentwood? I don't think that's Brentwood. That's. Uh, might be Clayton. I bet it's Brentwood. Yeah, he might be now, right. You have Conway Estates in there, and you have some other ones in there right off of McKnight. But, yeah, those are. That's where a lot of nice St. Louis houses. Country Club people live in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's Brentwood. Though. Lay Road, Doug. Lay Road. You ever been on Lay Road? I have. There's some big boys over there. Oh, yeah. Getting a lot of texts that uh, I'm seeing two different reasons on the R. What uh, Brian Henschen says R7 is for Regional 10. What does that mean? Couldn't tell uh, you. R7 means Regional 10? That's nonsense. <laughs> and then both Dury Chewbacca and the 314 say R means reorganized. I think reorganized is right. Well, I think when Brian was it reorganized? Um, Doug? And, and why is that important to put that on your school district name? Yeah, that makes no sense. Who cares if it was reorganized? At some point, they all get reorganized, Ooh. right? At some point, they consolidate schools Ooh. or add schools. Coxie has some uh, information. C means the district was consolidated through the consent of the voters. R means reorganized by the state without consent of the voters. That's from Coxie. Well, that's okay. some good info right that there. It kind of makes sense. It's just, but, but why is it necessary to tell us that? How does that add to the understanding of it? I don't know. Should we get someone on to talk about it? It must be a legal thing where you have to put that on. 
Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. It makes no sense. KG, right? see if you can book the comptroller and see if we can get oh. to the bottom of this. Oh, on it. Be an easy book. Would that be the nothing. person in charge of all that, the comptroller? The comptroller? I, don't I don't know what know. that person does. I've heard the name, like the title. Is it? Is there not a Missouri State Department of Education? Oh, it certainly Who is. Cares? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. In charge of that? I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you this go to if you go to, yeah. if you go to Kirkwood, who cares? Oh, I'm in I'm in R7. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't come here if you're living in R6. I mean, it sounds like something in the Hunger Games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go for trivia. They're trying to divide us. Yeah, uh, I think this might be the answer. It's from the recovering alcoholic. It means uh, uh, R means I'll fist your rectum. No, oh. recovering alcoholic. I guess we didn't think about that possibility. Get involved. Engineer Design Facilities Group text inbox. You can talk it over with us on the phone lines as well. 636-904-TMA. Why is Fred Bird playing in traffic on Gravway and Lindbergh? That's from Steven time. Oh, is he really? Probably collecting for charity. You see they released the bobblehead? I think Louie's getting a bobblehead. Yeah, for with, with Cardinal Wayne. giveaways? Yeah, for the Cardinal giveaway. With Wainwright. Wainwright, Louie bobblehead. Oh, 90% yeah. of those bobbleheads are in those... Giveaways are the same they gave away last year. Um, yeah, it didn't. Sh- it, nothing wowed me with the new giveaways. Outside, I thought Louis was cool. Although Louis's costume looks like something out of a, a horror movie. What? Like it's not washed. It's kind of matted, and it. Mm. I don't know. You can just, tell that on a bobblehead. <laughs> no, I meant like Louis as in like the mascot when you go to Blues games. Oh, see Louis. I think his costume's a little weird. They were pretty much all the same. You got the hockey jersey, the soccer jersey, the mystery jersey, the mystery car bobblehead. I want uh, one that moves. I want something like dynamic. Where there's a button that needs to be pressed, battery operated, and like does a dance or something. Huh. They do have a Jordan Walker bobblehead this year. I did see that, Good. which is going to be awesome. Yeah, and if you want uh, any of the giveaways you missed last year, come to Gobble Bowl Saturday. They'll all be on the table. And people can buy them? No, buy raffle tickets. And a lot of them I doubled, tripled up. I had like 110 things, and I can't have that many things. I can't get rid of it. I can't give them all away by the time they're done bowling. So some of the prizes are you get four bobbleheads. You get two jerseys and a bobblehead. So You're rich with prizes. I am because our listeners are great. I think I only went to uh, one game this year. And he gave me like four bags that I missed. How was it? Good. What? Right. I didn't even go to the game. Actually, I went to the game, and then he brought him before the game that I left. Oh. Did you follow that? Though? Yeah. Well, I he went, didn't, but he I didn't, didn't even go. <laughs> but he went and got it I went to the, I went to the stadium, and he just met me and gave me all these bags, and then uh, I didn't even have to stay for the game. But the listeners are great. The listeners say, hey, I got an extra this, I got an extra this. So listeners took care of it. So I'll just say it now so I don't have to say it later during the show. If you want to come out Saturday, gobble bowl. Um, bless you, Blasey. Oh, bless you, two Blasey. times. Another one. Bless you, Blasey. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Um, festivities should start at 11.30, hopefully. Uh, if everybody checks in in time, we start checking in at 10 o'clock, and usually people stroll in at 11.20 to check in, and have to wait till everybody's checked in, but uh, we'll have our announcements at 11.30, hopefully start bowling at 12, and as soon as we start bowling, bang, I start calling numbers. Bang, bang. And, it's uh, going to be at uh, Cave Springs Lanes. Cave Springs Lanes out there off of uh, Mexico Road in St. Peter's. Beautiful bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Great bar. Uh, I'll have a little little thing for Jay set up at the end of the bar. We'd always sit every year. A couple of Budweiser Safe Farms. So, um, yeah, it'll be a fun afternoon. Come on out. Uh, great, <clears throat> great auction items this year. Um, three different golf packages. 
including Dalhousie, Algonquin, St. Louis Country Club, Far Oaks, eight eight rounds of golf at Far Oaks, <clears throat> um, Gateway National, Stonewolf, uh, Corey's Crystal Springs, Kenny Loggins signed guitar. The whole big size guitar? Acoustic guitar. Well, that's still a full-size guitar. Yeah, full-size Shout guitar. Shout out Kenny Loggins for hooking yeah. that up. Yeah, that was great of him. He surprised me normally. It's like he'll sign a couple of albums and give me a swag bag with hats and stuff. And this year, just a big box came. I said, who's that from? Opened it up, Kenny Loggins. Huh. Well, like um, you, you do outstanding work with this and oh, we all every do. year. We and all it's... The, the foundation does more than I do. I would rather do what I do, collecting items and getting the bowlers and the score sheets than what they have to do. I mean, they have to type all that stuff up. they got to alphabetize uh, all of the rosters. they got to tear up about 100,000 raffle tickets. and So they do more than I do. But, um, yeah, come on out. It's a fun time. Everybody sits and eats and drinks and mingles, and you get to see people you haven't seen. I mean, there's people I only see once a year at this. Usually is the Sarah guitar B. considered the coup de grace, the big grand I prize? Think, yeah, what is the, I'm uh, not sure. What's the white whale? The golf will probably go for more. Mm. Um, I would think St. Louis Country Club's going to go, is going to be the biggest price thing. Are only they because, sure they want some of our people Only because there? people don't get to play St. Louis Country Club. And you and a friend get to play with Allison, who's a member, with beverages on the course. So a chance to play St. Louis Country Club is... Not bad. Um, but the Kenny Log is in there. You have a Jordan, or you may like this, Jackson. We have a uh, huge Missouri poster with Luther Burden on the front, framed and signed by Luther Burden. That's a nice little prize right there, mm. Doug. LB3. Sure. What up, Lou? Yeah. So a lot of good things. Come on out, uh, hang out, buy raffle tickets. We got 50-50. We got a huge booze bin this year. I mean, my guys went overboard this year. I mean, we got a Belvini in there. We've got some Glenfiddich in there. No, what is that? Scotch. Uh, there's a Chevis in there, I think. There's some uh, Maker's Mark, Monkey Shoulder, a lot of Milagro tequila, four different types of tequila, and about another 100 bottles of booze in there. So the booze bin, 50-50, lotto board, all kinds of stuff. So come on out Saturday uh, about 11.30 and have some fun with us. Absolutely. You all got, the benefit the Megamire Foundation. You Every year I've gone to it. I guess this will be year number three I get the chance to go to it, Doug. I'll be celebrating three years on the program on December 7th. Really? It's been yeah. that long. It's been yeah. that long since I've produced the program. Uh, no cake necessary. Um, just shower me with your love, Brian. Uh, Do you feel like it's unfair that you're still in your probation period, even though you've been here now three years? I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of a kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. Probation period. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel that sometimes. But Iggy, every time I've gone to it, it's been a lovely, lovely day, and people really, really step up and uh, support. And so, God bless. Yeah, if anybody wants to come out and well, bowl, I'm sure do. there'll be some teams that are missing a bowler. I, I didn't even know Scott Markham, who runs uh, Cletus's team. Scooter. Yeah, he never <laughs> wore scoots. Scott Markham. <laughs> that was Jay's Bobo. Um, Jace Bobo. That was Jay. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's Bobo. Bobo. Yeah, it's like he would drive him all the time. Oh. Um, and he calls himself War Scoots? <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> oh, I know um, one of us did. <laughs> but he, he sent me his roster, and then Chrissy Blake, who came over to hang my paintings uh, the other day. <laughs> I said, I said, you looking forward to Sarah's? He goes, oh, I can't bowl. I'll be out of town. I said, that's nice of Markham to let me know. So I'm sure Markham's going to be missing <laughs> some bowlers. So if anybody wants to come hang out and maybe bowl with Markham and Cletus. You just show up and say, I'd like to bowl with Scooter Markham. <laughs> I want to bowl and with Scooter Markham and Cletus and okay. Mike Lee. And, Don't throw a strike near And Cletus. Larry Nickel. And 
It's a good squad. I've rolled with them before. Yeah, they're fun. They're always last, but we're done, and they still got six frames to go. And I say, just we're going. You're done. You turn in your sheet. Brendan Schaefer's always out there, and he's throwing rocks. Hey, bowls with the uh, man throws stones. Ryan Clawson. Yeah, they're, uh, he's a good bowler. Uh, R means restart the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry we talked about a charity event coming up. You can turn it off. If <laughs> to be fair, interested. to Cleavy Wade, that was that came in before mm. you started talking about Gobble okay, Bowl. I apologize. So this text from Sweet Sweet Kai. Hey, Plowboy, that's my cousin. Easy on Louie. That's Sweet Sweet and Kai. And I guess Louie is also Wayno's dog, and that that's what it was. So what, it's not Louie the mascot? How are... Is it Louie's dog? I the guess. dog oh, that they gave him, yeah. that they gave him, they named Louie. Yeah, why not, but I can't confirm that Sweet Sweet Kai's cousin Louis? is Louie. Like, you know, St. Louis. Because Louie is cuter for a dog. Yeah. Do you, like, you don't name a little puppy Lou. Do you like when people give people names to animals? Or do you prefer like a... Like a I guess Rex is a human it kinda, it, Yeah, it can be kind of fun, I guess. As long as you don't name it after a neighbor or someone you know <laughs> or something. We do old people. Right? That's <laughs> where we get our names. It's like old people. I'll mark that. <laughs> Thank you. Francine, Bartholomew, and Augustus. Those are all old names. Gus. Aren't dogs Those supposed like to have short names name. so they, they can remember them easier? Bart, so they Gus, know and name? Fran. But okay. like their actual name, like at the vet. We're here to see Augustus. We're here to see Bartholomew. Oh, for heaven's sakes. I think you're taking this too seriously. No, really. I mean, I, I think Bartholomew that... Bartholomew need a, You need a name in terms of a pet to have four or five different nicknames attached to it. I think that's the key. Dogs don't remember names. They know oh, their own name. million they percent. Re- they remember... I'm sure they remember the sound of their name and that's yeah. what that so, means like to them. Like you could say, Sparky, Sparky. And after about it, you're going to say, Johnny. And they just, they respond to your voice and they'll run to you if you say Johnny. I don't know. I think they hear Sparky, blah, 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 Sparky, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Where's, the f- where's the food? <laughs> yeah. No, you Certain could... words, I think they but know. But I think it's right. more like the voice. Outside, my dog knows outside. Most really? of what that means. Yeah. And mm. eat. Well, I do know when I come over to my sister's house, uh, her dog, or my niece's house, when I come over their dog, as soon as I say, treat. He goes running into the kitchen, starts turning somersaults, waiting for me to give him a treat. Yeah. So I guess he knows the word treat. Yeah. I, I guess. I just thought they, somebody told me they just, they respond to the, the sound. Like, whatever the dog's name is, you can still raise your voice. Sammy! And they'll turn around. I think some are definitely smart enough to know a few words. I've never owned a dog. Not a dog well, guy. Why not? Not a dog guy. Expensive. Well, it's because you never had one. Growing up, I was afraid of dogs. Because well, yeah, you get bitten. Normal. Mm, that my mom claims that I got like run up on by a dog. Mm-hmm. Like a dog got up all in my face, and I really didn't like it as a kid. <laughs> and so ever since then, afraid of dogs. Mm. Uh, and I don't really like them. And if you say that, people like hate you. Yeah. Like yeah. people cannot fathom that I do not enjoy dogs. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's like I told them that I have like. Uh, a second hole or something. Oh, they're like so appalled. By even the like small little cuddly dogs, you, you'd be afraid no. I'm of fine. That? No, I'm not afraid of them now. I just rather not deal with them. <laughs> being honest, yeah. I'm with you. They're too expensive for one. I mean, every time they, uh, he's not feeling well. Oh, God, I gotta go to a vet. Ask Plowsy, and those things cost a fortune every time you take it to a vet. Yeah, I mean, we got our, our pet plan avoids like the visits are free and our shots are free, but certainly there's a lot of expenses only on one of our dogs. Bart has n- been nothing but an expense. Love him to death. Don't re- regret any of it. But, yeah, Fran and, ba- and Gus are 
OGs, they just do their thing. But what do you mean OGs? Like they, they just chill. They're you know they low maintenance. Bart Wouldn't that make them LM instead of OG? Yeah, I don't know why the OG, but yeah, LM. But that would be hard to explain as okay. well. And I've had two cats. I only had one dog. I had one dog for like three months. Um, Basset Hound. Beautiful little puppy. But then I went to Bermuda, and they told me in order to bring my dog, it would have to be in quarantine for six months for some reason to make sure it doesn't have diseases or anything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I said, well, it's still a puppy. And they give you my dog for six months. It's not going to see me in Bermuda. So I gave it away to a nice home that lived on a farm. And But my cats, I named my cat after my girlfriend, Olivia. I bet she loved that. <laughs> Probably love that. And after we broke up, she didn't like it. But Olivia Sanchez, she worked at uh, the um, Full name. Na- Nantica Cove. <laughs> How are you, Olivia? You just got name dropped on HD2 Radio. Get involved, EDF Group. Text inbox. Uh, are you a cat-loving cuck? Cats or dumbs? No. no. That's from Mrs. Jane Shanahan. No, not a pet guy. No, not a pet guy. Have you ever seen videos of, like, border collies and what they can do? Oh, yeah. It's absolutely incredible. My yeah, neighbor. working dogs are amazing if you allow the dog to, you know, I've seen those be du- his breed. I've seen those duck hunting dogs. I'll go chase mm-hmm. the ducks after you we, shoot them. It's pretty, that it's pretty cool. Border we did collies will round up a, an entire flock of sheep in no time <laughs> and just run like a madman with the speed of like a, one of the big cats, round them all up, get them wherever they want, and then come back and say, look what I did. And they're great at uh, catching frisbees. Yeah. Some of the great frisbee dogs are border collies. My neighbor Chris Knapp had three of them. They're fat. We just to kill time. I mean, you just go out in the backyard and just throw frisbees at, and there'd be hours, hours out there. I've I've never had one, but they say border collies can be a little annoying because they try to herd their families too. You know, if you got a family with kids and everything, they're they're constantly running in circles trying to get you to line up and go where they want you to go. <laughs> yeah, my sister That's... and. Uh... Her husband, they live out in Montana. They got like a pointer. I think that's what it is. And it is, it, <laughs> will, run, and it, it will literally run for like we, when we go hiking out there. They're long days, it's a long hiking day. So, like, I mean, it would, it will run a mile ahead of you on the trail mm-hmm. and then come back and run, like it'll just disappear and come back, disappear, come back. Why the is it? Is insane. Why is it service dogs? They don't want you to pet it. Like if you see somebody with a service dog, there's been people in here with service dogs, and I'll go up, no, mm-hmm. no, no, you can't. Because the dog is working, and you distract him. Really? Mm-hmm. I think in all senses, you should probably ask the owner before you pet someone else's dog. Oh, yeah, probably. You know, like, can I pet the dog? And if they say, no, they say no. I don't know. I'm, again, not a dog guy, mm-hmm. but I would assume that's the well, that's fine. correct service, etiquette. But service dogs, you're not supposed to pet. Yeah, it's because they want the dog's attention focused on the person whom they are servicing. Right, mm-hmm. right. That, that, would, that stands to reason. Uh, so this is the show today, huh? Dog <laughs> talk. It. It's from yeah. uh, Plowboy's favorite guy, big old fan, who you uh-huh. and him had a lovely uh, discussion. Why don't you just turn the show off today, big old fan? Yeah, I, I it's, saw that it, it's just us. We're going to be <laughs> three hours of stream dog. of consciousness. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thursday, By the way, I just want to know, Deluxe has a nice little post about backing what up the big saying? old fan. Big old fan did say I should put my dog down. So again, Deluxe, so you can back these psychos up, oh, but gosh. I'm just letting you know that that's where we're starting today. Yeah, it's a stream of consciousness show today. Consciousness show today. <laughs> I, love, I love that one even more. Just go ahead and just turn it off, big old fan. Come back Monday and uh, refreshed. I read the other day that dogs are nice because of the way uh, they were bred through the centuries. Like early man would be followed around by wolves and the wolves that were calm and docile and nice to the humans were allowed to stay and sometimes they'd feed them for protection 
and the wolves that were mean and nasty were usually killed for food. And so the wolves that repopulated and had more tended to have that docile gene, that kinder gene in it. And that's why dogs are generally nice. So wolves came from dogs? Or dogs wolves. came from wolves? Yeah. Wolves. <laughs> I like that one's one of the more aggressive. Like W-O-O-V-E-S. You win wolves. That was hooves with a W. Yeah, I actually like wolves. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes sense. I knew they came from somewhere, but I didn't know they were from wolves. Uh, guys, can we get a Balloon Party fan page member update? That's from Sex. <laughs> I think it's up to 500 right now, right? Yeah, right? it was creeping up to oh, five. Really? Oh, look I mean, at that's this pretty impressive for a fan page that got literal to no publicity on the fan page. Right, right. Yeah, it, it was definitely not marketed to anybody. I don't know if this is true or not. You guys, anybody who's on that page can let me know um, that Chrissy Blakes, when I saw her the other day, <laughs> So like we talked about we talked no, about right. we talked about a lot of things, and she said, "I got this request from some balloon party page. Is there a balloon party page?" I went on there, and it seems like all they're doing is trashing TMA. Is that what they're doing? I, I I'm asking because I, I haven't been seen, on. But she I've, said it looked I'm like on the page. I haven't seen it looked that. like all they do on there is just trash TMA. No, that's not that's not how I've seen. It just seems like they're big fans of what we do on on BP, Doug. Big old fans. Yeah, big old fans okay. of uh, the one hour presentation. Now today and tomorrow, uh, balloon party will be off. Uh, in our stead, BK and Ferrari. That's Brandon Kylie, Alex Ferrario, and Tanner Hendricks. What are you going to do with your time? I know. Uh, play golf. Um, yeah. That's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, 10 to 11, BK and Ferrario will fill in for us. And then tomorrow, uh, the opening drive. That's Brooke Grimsley. That's Randy Character. Mm-hmm. That's Carrie Davis. And that's Matthew Joseph Rocchio. Uh, we'll be covering our one hour. So they'll do four hours tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God bless them. You know? Sure, it's a lot of chit-chat. Thanks for stepping up. Next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get paid for that, or they just do it out of the kindness of their heart? That is, uh, I do not know the answer to that. Now we're going into logistics again, as well, we did I'll yesterday go, with Greg I'll Moore. go fill in for an hour if I get paid for it. Oh. What did you talk about? Oh, I could kill an hour standing on my head. <laughs> Bowling talk? I'm just kidding. I would do it for free if they asked me to. Gosh, a wow. big star like you working for gratis? Well, I'll do anything for Hubbard. I just shoot Tommy an email saying I'll fill in on one on one. Well, he'd say tomorrow. no, thank you, we're good. But <laughs> I would do it for free if they asked me. Well, you give altruistic, extremely. I want to do. I know we already do one here on one on one. Jay Delsing does one on Saturdays. I'd love to do a golf show on our our station. Just talk it over about the uh, the tour. I would do it on a Thursday. Tour starts. We can preview what's going on in the tour. Break down what happened the week before. Talk local golf for an hour. Whenever I hear that, it just makes me want the return of Pepper and Genie. Oh, God. Or at the very least, Kegler's Corner. Right. Talk of the town. No. I or Startup Renner's Roundtable. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Now, now we're talking. I haven't hard. followed bowling in a long time. But, I mean, you would think with the people I know in the golf industry that you could get three or four sponsors, golf courses or something to sponsor a show, and I just come in and do an hour golf show. Here's the ball, baby. Take it and run with it. Well, it'd be up to Hubbard if they think they could sell it, and I would come in and do it. I don't want to take anything away from Jay Delsing, but we're two different stations. I mean, we're right. HD2, and he's 101. We're a sports show, Doug. Seems oh, like it. I mean, We've I, talked a lot of sports today. I think you can make money off it, and I would gladly do it. I like talking golf. I could talk golf for an hour. I would get guests on. It'd be fun, but it's up to the powers to be. Well, maybe you you do a couple samples shows and show them wh- what you're what you're working with, and that might be easier for them to grab sponsors. Yeah. They want me to do that. I do that. There you go. All right, Doug. And when is this going to happen? 
uh, it's not going to happen. Like is it? I mean, the golf season starts in January, so we have time. What about when you're off? Everyone knows you take the week off of after Thanksgiving. What yeah. if that's when you really? Well, that'd be a best of. You. <laughs> Best of before you even do a, a first show. We're already taking weeks off. <laughs> Doing reruns before well, the first the season time, comes by out. By the time I take, you know, the season's over. November, December is when I take my vacations. End of after Thanksgiving, after Christmas. There's no golf. Today's the last, this week is the last uh, tournament of the fall season. Right. Big big week for Adam Long. He's got to have a top 10. Um, is that for... To get into the elevated events? No, he can't get in there. He's sitting 139th in the Got it. FedEx. Uh, he's safe for... Um, His card's safe, right? Well, not full status. Got it. 125 is exempt status. 125 to 150 is... Uh, you'll play in all the crap events that the big players don't play in. So you'll, you'll probably still play in 2025 events. But full status is you can pretty much set your schedule whenever you want because you're allowed to play in every tournament except for the elevated. Um, but he's sitting at 139, and he's a top 10 to hit the 125. But then after that, they're done until January. So if I took my regular vacations off, Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's no golf going on. So What if you can't get these weeks off? What well, then? I guess I'd have to take other times off. Oh. But Tommy had no problem, said, you're good. Just okay. fill out your vacation time and your time card. Hoosier's daddy says $100 says this never happens. Well, you're probably right, but it's not—it's not because of me. I'll gladly do it. So you'll decline the well, hundred-dollar bet. Put it together. Yeah. Put it together. I will go to Kelly, and I already sent Kelly some ideas. She asked us to solve for some ideas. I sent it, but I didn't put that in there. But I'll go to Kelly and say, if you guys want to work on it, I will do a golf show. No, you have to work on it, not them. <laughs> well, they have, the have to get—they have to get sponsors, and she'll tell me what I need to do. Send me an example, and that I can give to a sponsor, and I'll do that. But if they say, "Ah, oh, we already got a golf show, we don't want to do it." then there's no reason even going any further. Uh, well, then we're back to bowling. We're no, back, we're back to, we're back to me doing back nothing but this. Oh. Well, what we're back to is our new title sponsor, and Doug, that is, of course, Brown and Crouppen. Can you tell me a little about our new title sponsor, Brown and Crouppen? It just feels like we have new friends with Brown and Doesn't Crouppen. it? Aren't Doesn't they wonderful it? people? Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, Ed Herman, they've all been in. They are the principals, of course, but they have lots of lawyers that work with them. They're one of the largest personal injury firms in the Midwest now. If you have a personal a potential personal injury case. Brown and Crouppen is a law firm that you need to think about. Founded in 1979, they are local through and through. You want a local law firm, one that knows the ins and outs of the area. They know the other lawyers. They know the judges. They know how the system works in St. Louis. Brown and Crouppen is the one for you. They treat clients and employees like gold. They've been voted one of the best workplaces for years. That tells you a lot. Brown and Crouppen realizes that happy employees are the key to providing the best client experience. They'll give you a free evaluation of your case. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, but they do usually get paid. They've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients over the years. Brian Cooperman, very much a part of the community. They value that. They're involved in many charities and community events, everything from Annie Malone and Sister Strut to Stray Rescue. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call. Here, I'm going to give the phone number now. Ooh. 314-222-2222. That's easy to remember. Yeah. Most numbers you hear when you're driving, you, you won't remember it. Can you remember the Brown and Crouppen One more time. 314-222-2222. I can remember that. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com. That's probably even easier. Make sure you let them know you heard it here on TMA. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results. 
And every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. We are in the Munganast 7 o'clock hour. Munganast is the official automotive dealership of TMA, presented by Brown and Group. And they also are the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party. That would be Munganast and Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, and Munganast St. Louis Acura. Plowboy, can I hear a little about Munganast? Munganast St. Louis Acura. Munganast Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. The official automotive provider of TMA, the Tim McKernan Show, and the presenting sponsor of Balloon Party online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. And on top of that, not only do they want you to do business with them, they want you to feel comfortable doing business with them. So they give out a number that is only for our listeners so you can text or call with questions or requests you may have. It is the secret number. And the secret number is as follows. 314-252-0029. That's 314-252-0029. And now you're dealing with the people we deal with. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, Ryan Seiberg in the service department. Even if you didn't need your car from Munganast, get it serviced at Munganast with their incredible service department. Or just go online and check out their selection of new and pre-owned vehicles at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. It's Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Munganass Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. And, Doug, we got the TMA year-end awards coming up here in uh, less than a month, Thursday, December 14th at Mm -hmm. Hot Shots in Webster Groves. That starts at 7 p.m. Please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf of our good friend, Jay Randolph. Junior, come on out. It's going to be a great time. It was a great time last year. It's going to be a mm-hmm. great time this year. Really, really fun. And then we'll be off the next day. So Friday, December 15th will be uh, best of programming. And then, uh, Doug, yesterday uh, some really good audio came out, uh, good video as well. Um, Missouri-Tennessee game. Obviously, Missouri uh, football put out their mini-movie. I don't know if you got a chance to see that, but it was really good. They've been doing that for, I think, every win this year, and they've been outstanding. They've really stepped it up in the video production uh, spot. That was really, really cool to watch. If you're a Missouri Tiger fan, I would highly recommend watching that mini-movie. But also, the SEC did some mic'd-up stuff, and I got some audio here uh, talking about Cody Schrader coming real close to a school record in the the exchange on the sideline between Drink and Cody Schrader. Paul, can I hear that? Just FYI, Cody's 20 yards shy of a school record for all-purpose if we get the... Hey, Curb, we want to get uh, Cody 20 more yards. Okay, get 20 more yards. It's all-purpose, so it doesn't matter if it's run or pass. He's 20 yards from a school record. Told Okay. If they don't want it, they don't want it. It's fine. You can't go. We didn't build this team off chasing records, you know, so. Don't get it, man. I wanted to score again. That's why I was throwing that D. At the end of the game, we told him he was 20 yards away from breaking a school record. And he said, he said it wasn't more important to him than the team. He represents everything about us, man. You deserve a game ball, man. Just awesome. Oh, yeah. Very just cool. awesome. Very cool. Uh, yeah, they, they did a great job on that video. 20, all I needed was 20 more yards after just dominating Tennessee, which is a top-rush defense in all yeah. of college football, and he said this team wasn't built off chasing records. I mean, yeah. that if he didn't have, like, all the equity mm-hmm. with Missouri fans, 
that just bought him even more. I mean, right. the, what I, the story coming from Truman State, my, my buddy played college basketball at Truman State and knew Cody a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's year, maybe even two younger, and just said that's a guy who, like, eat, breathes, sleeps football. Like, mm-hmm. all day, all he did was work, work, work to get better and better. And, like, really took it, like, to an extent, not personally, but was, like, had the drive. He's like, I'm going to transfer and go to a better school. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And It might take him right to the NFL. You know, he, when you, he should get a shot. If you lead the SEC in rushing, I mean, when was the last time the SEC's leading rusher did not get drafted in the NFL? That's a good question. Oh, I don't think he, he's just not an NFL guy. I mean, he may be on I a practice know. roster. He maybe. might be. If he's running like this against SEC competition... Why, why Doug, can't he play in the let NFL? Let me throw it out to you. The Battle Hawks. Bring oh, Cody he's better than that. I think he's better than I that. I think he'll get drafted. He's not going to get drafted as the number one back. But, I mean, I he's a guy that I think gonna, a lot of teams could use. I don't think he's going to get drafted. Oh, I, I think he's the kind of player that a lot of teams would love. He'd probably be a killer special teams player. Right. I don't think in combine numbers will. I, and that's what they look at. I mean, honestly, they look at those things. I, I just... Right, but with combine numbers, they also look at college stats. And like Doug said, you lead the SEC in rushing. I think it'll be undrafted free. I, I think we'll get a shot in the NFL. How many shots, or if it's practice squad? I, right. I don't think there. I don't think people will use a draft pick on them because I mean, you, dra- you can draft an alignment and kind of sign the undrafted free agents like that. For reference, Tyler Beatty rushed for damn near. If it wasn't sixteen hundred, it was right near sixteen hundred in twenty twenty one for Missouri, and he got drafted by the Ravens, but has kind of been kicked around the NFL practice squads and stuff. So, I mean, it's just running backs, it's hard. Because, yeah. I mean, it's so much about availability and health and uh-huh. your offensive line. That's such a key. And so that's kind of what my point, I was talking to Doug about this before the show, and I was talking about yesterday with Tim on Balloon Party, is that's Larry Roundtree, who uh, drinks first year in that COVID year, rushed for almost 1,000 yards. Tyler Beatty, who rushed for a ton, I think I think it was 1,600 yards in 2021. That's just crazy. And now Schrader, a guy who played D2 football two years ago, has now is now leading the SEC in rushing. That's three really good running backs. I drink as Roundtree and Beatty weren't his uh, recruits, but obviously Schrader was. But he puts together a good run scheme for all the crap we give him about being an offensive guru. He clearly has a good a good handle on the run game so if you're a transfer running back i feel like you'd be chomping at the bit to go play with missouri next year because he's proven that he can put running backs no matter the talent mm-hmm. or if they're talented enough in a really good position to succeed because the run game has been just filthy and like you were saying against georgia man if you could have just handed him the rock a couple more times yeah just let him win that game for you right oh, it's easy to say now in hindsight for sure but even at the time you were thinking just play it safe. You're driving down the field. Don't do anything crazy. And they did something crazy. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. We also have uh, some audio of the exchange between Josh Heupel and Eli Drinkwitz. This might get the plowhawk going. Oh. Uh, after the game, Drink goes up to Josh Heupel to shake his hand, and he says this, Doug. Yep. We're staying on business, Josh. Missouri wins the break. What would he say exactly? Missouri, we stand on business. What the I hell mean. does that mean? Standing on business is a is a a term for the youth. Uh, it's it's po- I think it was popularized by the internet comedian Drewski. Uh, if you know Drewski, oh, no, he, he, he's really funny. But uh, standing on business was kind of the mantra for the team last week. But it means what? Take care of business. Yeah, on your grand. Yeah, but how would Hypo know that? 
My problem with this, and I'm going to I'm gonna play devil's advocate. That hyped-up drink, I've said this team was going to win 10 games when everybody said six, so I want everybody to take a backseat before I, I say this. Oh. Like, they got housed by this team two years in a row. Am I correct? Yes. By they, 40 they hung 60-plus points back-to-back back years. They it's, not, them. it's not the right time to say it. And he didn't make direct eye contact throughout the entire time. That would be my. That was yeah, so I wish like, he would have looked him in the he eye. Back turned that, which is kind of very reminiscent to his personality. Again, I love what he's doing there. I've always said I, I'm not a big fan of the personality. I think that it, if you do that two years in a row, you you house him. Now you have the ability. To, you lost by forty plus two years, thirty plus two years in a row. You got to make sure that you. You know, understand that after getting that one win, mm-hmm. they go too soon um, from the thumping they've had in years past. What's the purpose of saying that to Hypo though? We're all about business, baby. Hypo hate well, because Hypo uh, ran it up on him last year. Yeah. They right. called a timeout to punch in a, a meaningless score. So I think there was some. Uh, that was the business that he was standing on. Yes. Yeah. That last year, and this is in the mini movie that Mizzou put out yesterday. Uh, it was like it was a goal line stand, 40 seconds left in the game, and Hypo calls a timeout so he can make sure to get into the end zone again. Yeah, I, I know that. that really yeah, I don't business. know what that means, but we're all about business. So, Well, he was just telling Hypo, we took care of business on you this year. Well, I don't think Hypo even knew what he was talking about. Probably didn't. Probably probably, he was probably more concerned that his team, with the top rush defense, just got <laughs> shredded by a guy who was playing D2 mm. two years ago. It's just not a very good phrase, stand on business. It's just, it's yeah. not, so you're saying it's just, you don't stand on business, Doug? No, I don't like the phrase. <laughs> walk, We're all business. That's okay. He probably walked business away. Business is too. business. Okay. What the F is this guy talking about? Again, he's building something great, but also he backdoored his way into a bowl last year. It's not like the team is like a powerhouse yet. No. So, like, yeah. you would hate to see a coach piss off everybody mm. and talk a lot before the season's over. You could lay an egg against Arkansas. You can lay an egg against Florida and then get housed in a bowl and then what? Yeah. That can happen that quick. People so. do get caught up in the moment of the, of the game and the adrenaline yeah. rush and everything. Yeah. I would rather my coach be a little, if it means being a little dorky, but truly cares. And I don't know, you know, obviously this is all surface level analysis here, but it to me seems like Drink truly cares about the guys, like the guys on the team. Like he, he really has. Oh, he does. A serious love, and that's to me. That's important. I feel the same thing with Dennis Gates, and so I like that element. I don't necessarily love the uh, high drinks that drink sometimes pulls, whether it be <clears throat> cigars mm-hmm. or Darth Vader outfits, or telling Josh Heupel we stand on business, and then quickly turning around and jumping up and down with Darius Robinson. But if you win ten games, you can really do whatever you want. Honestly. When he drives around in the semi, are the players back there in the trailer? Right, in the are dump they truck, rattling around. Yeah. Yep. In the truck. Well, and that his crew and th- I see the foreman of that crew. Well, that's how you recruit, Doug. Know. That's how Nick Saban recruits. You've got that's how time Kirby to say Smart recruit. That's how, they recruit. recruit. that's how they recruit. That's how they I would have liked it better if he had actually just went up to him and said, "If you're going to try and kick a field goal with 30 seconds left, I'm calling a timeout. How about that?" Cuckleberry understands what he's talking about. Cuckleberry fan, we will have swoops in the audio. I'd said there'd be an eight or nine win regular season. What's the text so that we uh, so that? Uh, you most definitely did not say Missouri would win ten games. KG, you know I did. I said they win eight or nine in the regular. Yeah, so I, I remember. Nine yeah, you ten, were, I said nine or ten games could they win a bowl game as well. You were higher on them than Jackson or I, if I remember correctly. Certainly, after that Middle Tennessee State game, I was. So in a... stand on your business and stop <laughs> listening to the show. <laughs> stand Plow on boy. that business. Plowboys. Hey guys. Dorkowitz is such a nerd. <laughs> Crud, yeah. It's from Big Tuft. 
Fellas that stand on business was all for the locker room. That's from the 314. Which they liked it too in that little short movie that, that yeah, clip it in seemed, there. Yeah, were... seems like they were uh, locked in. And, and that, that's my thing with drink. I used to think that there's no way these 18 to 22 year old athletes are going to rally behind this guy, but everything this year says the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah, they're certainly bought in. Uh, he gets a little twang there when he gets excited. Not full Brian mm-hmm. Kelly, but he got a little. Well, he's from Arkansas. T- he is he's, from, he's from yeah, Arkansas. He's that. not from Boston like Brian Kelly, who's complaining about the weather when he coached at Notre Dame and Cincinnati. Uh, but yeah, he's certainly got a little bit. To, yeah, I, I listen. The buy-in to me was validated by the way you came out against ten- Tennessee after the loss to Georgia, because the loss to Georgia could really. That could end, not end the team season, but that could demoralize you in a serious way when you when you're all in on that game like that. Well, and you talked about you weren't going to touch it betting wise because you just had no idea how they were going to come out. I said that, and then I bet Mizzou plus three. Oh, so flip flopper. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wanted to ride with my my buddy who was riding on it. So, hey, Jackson, my stepdad and I are head to Mizzou for the big game against Florida. We are looking for any power friendly or power bottom friendly tailgates. Any ideas? That's from mm. everyone's favorite cuck. I don't know about any power bottom. Power bottom tailgate. Is there a section specifically for that? I think near the south end zone. Um, it would make sense, and the tops would be on the north, north side. North side, right? Yeah. Right, that would make sense. That's how they, I think that at the Grove, they separate like that, too. Tops and bottoms. Right, yeah, that's an SEC thing. Um, yeah, south of the Mason-Dixon yeah. line, they're always trying to separate power bottoms and power tops. Uh, my hole is open. That's just from the total package, so there's mm. that. Okay. Um, you can also. I already got a co-host for the golf show. Michael Wellington said he would like to help. We're changing the subject. <laughs> I just threw that in before I forget. He texted me. So. Okay. So does that make you, <laughs> now you can, turns now you, and sips coffee after? Now you can get back to tops and bottoms, doesn't? <laughs> so does that make you want? Does that make you want to do it more? Was that, that, was that a highlight of last year's report? Or is that a new report? No, it's a new report. I just is that a new out. report on Wheeler? Oh God! Just found out. Okay. <laughs> well, the thing I like about it. So you've got your co-host, so that's the first step. Yeah, well, that's... that's and what are you going to do yeah. with that? Throw it in someone else's lap? No. Go to Kelly and say, Michael Wellington and I want to do a show. Where uh, would it air? Here, live, instead of we did it on a Thursday at noon. Well, well we've got TMA running Thursday at noon. Well, then we just stop what we're doing on the TMA and we do a live show. We're Who's capable of doing that. Huh. I don't know. So like uh, it's not TMA though. I ain't doing so this would be. I a, haven't quite figured that out, but I think it'll work. <laughs> nice. So this would be a live show, not a podcast. Good. Yeah, I think it would go live. I think. That would be interesting. We haven't done any secondary offshoot live programming because even Pepper and Genie would just recorded and. Maybe that's a show that ne- that should be on HD three. Ooh, all day long golf program. Now we're expanding. This is why Doug. This is why. This is why but Tiki, are you coming back to football because you miss it, or are you coming play. back to football because you just had a big failure in broadcasting? It'd be funny if that oh. was like Kelly's response. She just sent that yeah. drop to Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already doing broadcasting from well, seven yeah. to ten. I haven't left that. Am I coming back to golf because I miss it or because people are clamoring for it? I think it'd be, we, sh, do we do we do a straw poll? Do we do like a poll on no, that? No, I don't. Would people listen to the Wellington and Iggy golf show live from, when was well, it, noon to well, one? Or? It depends where you put the poll. Yeah, that's actually. Put it on the fan page, it'd be 99% Put it on the no, so. party fan page. Right, that's where it belongs. It's a new page, maybe get yeah. that publicity going. 
I'm just not sure they want to mess with the TMA all day thing on HD2. Yeah, yeah you're I'm probably not right because that's bringing in a ton. Damn. Damn. Oh, Damn. you're slamming your own show. Damn. Damn. No, I'm just saying. It's, Fighting it's, the hand that feeds you. No, it's, it's, it's stuff that we're replaying after our show. So I think taking an hour out of, you know, not hearing a show from 2018 to do a live show is not going to hurt anything. I think I agree with Iggy. It lessened the load on the the best ofs. I'm still waiting for the template to change so we can do. Excuse me, I had a little almost burp there. You're emotional. All day, (laughs) I did choke up there. All day, like best ofs instead of replays of the show on the weekends. I think the goal is. Yeah, once that template changes, we're all good. It wasn't a shot when I said it's bringing in a ton. I mean, people are people are buying TMA. And we're on all day. But I don't think if we take an hour out of a Thursday and put golf in there, spots are going to say, well, we want TMA for 24 hours. We don't want that. I don't think they're going to care. No, I like this name. their sponsors attached to it, I'll tell you that much. Shot Sculpting's a great name for a show. Whoever, was that, Plowsy Dog Guy? I like that. Cucky the Dwarf sending in. He's becoming a little program director, Doug. I know it'll be a huge miss, but you could <laughs> forego a live HD2 show and just go live on YouTube and Twitter. Then you cut the clips for TikTok. Bam, you're welcome. That's from Cucky the Dwarf. Mm. I don't know how to do any of that. but <laughs> It does sound like it's... A, <laughs> sounds like work involved. Like work. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'll open up a mic and talk golf. I'm not doing anything other than that. Yeah. I mean, I'll cut a promo if you need, but... Well, that's big of you. <laughs> you put your promos up against mm. anybody. Uh, yeah, it takes me a while to do them, but... I used to be one-take strode. Sure. <laughs> hey, guys. They got no reaction. <laughs> hey, guys, did you notice how everyone was enjoying the conversation about Mizzou football, tailgating, and then suddenly Iggy got jealous, yanked the wheel, and drove the car right into a ditch so I could talk about this non-existent show again. It's from the KC Gray section. Yeah, that's exactly why I did it. They're not talking about me, so I'm going to jump in here with something else Mm -hmm. that's exactly what i do every day because i love to hear my own voice guys why are we talking about a show that is never going to happen that's from king fupa we said that about pepper and genie yeah take that and guess what we pitched that idea to tommy at our very first uh, meeting and it took us like six months to get it done but we did it damn right didn't really Mm -hmm. collect huge paychecks for it, but we no. did it out of the goodness of our heart to kind of get the juices flowing. Yeah. The exposure. Well, we Brand building. Is did you make any money at all off that thing? No. No. Some free no, food every I said, now and I didn't then. care if we made any money off it, but then it got to a point where if they're not going to sell sponsors, then why do it? I'm just... Yeah, why would you care? Why would you do and it? I'm not saying they didn't sell sponsors. They didn't want to. It's that, you know, this is a show that a lot of people listen to because we podcast it, but, yeah. Guess it wasn't that popular. I don't so why, why do it? I got better things to do. Well, like, really, I don't have better things to do. But, um, yeah, if we can't make any money off it, then... I think that was another HD3 show. No, it was a show that Palsy and I had fun doing for a period of time, and then we just didn't care. Yeah, we stopped <laughs> caring. We stopped caring quick. Absolutely inspiring. Is he freaking serious? That's from Susie Cream Cheese. Yeah, I'm serious. I mean, I'm not Jay Randolph Jr. I'm not Jeff Smith, and when and I was a big part of that show for I don't know how many years. But I mean, Fairways and Greens was the most profitable show on 590 back in the day. I mean, this show was sold out. You couldn't get a spot on Fairways and Greens to the point where we did it Thursdays and Saturdays. We added a Saturday show just because we had sponsors that wanted to be part of it. Uh, so there's there's but there's there's interesting golf out there. There's, what is it like? 50 golf courses in the St. Louis surrounding areas? I'll take the over, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you're I mean, talking private I mean, and public. Le- I mean, legitimate ones that would spend money. Um, <laughs> well, 
All of this is like getting illegitimate back. golf courses. This is like getting there. back to your rich and poor school district thing. Yeah, kind of. Have you seen? I uh, retweeted a video last night I saw on Twitter of Wisconsin, and like it's like a minute long montage of some courses in the Wisconsin mm. area. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Granted, you only play for six months out of the year there. But that's seven, not what you do here. There are some unbelievable courses I in Wisconsin. I think Herb Kohler owns half of them. Whistling Straits. Really? Yeah, I think they put Whistling Straits up there. There's a lot of I, a lot of them look private. I mean, they certainly don't look public. Yeah. I'd like to make a boy golf trip up to Wisconsin, hit a couple of those. A boys trip. I've never done like a boys trip. I had a buddy do a boys trip out to Wisconsin. Or maybe, uh, yeah, Wisconsin. It was Wisconsin. Another buddy went to Michigan, but did like that, like played 72 holes in a weekend, and yeah. they loved it. That would love, yeah, hit like four courses, one each day, have dinner yeah. afterward. I think that's like 36 like a, a day. Oh, I bet that would be just gorgeous in like June. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a bunch of those courses, like the oh. really nice ones, will give you an all-day rate. So you can mm-hmm. pay a certain amount, and you play as much as you want oh, in, that, is, in that day. So you if know, you tee off at 7, you can play 36. You know what country has the most golf courses per square mile in the world? Mm, I'm going to go Bermuda. You're correct. 21 miles long, a mile and a half wide, and they have eight golf courses. That's ins- that is insane, but it's also understandable the weather's like. I mean, you have tourists too. You got. I mean, that's how you make a lot of your money. Well, wouldn't you think they'd they'd use some of that land for more homes or something? Probably more. Lucrative you would think to do because uh, this has been a law over there forever, but you're only allowed one car per household. And if you have like three people living in your house, because there's no place to buy down there, there's no new homes going up. So a lot of families, if you have three or four kids, they're living there until they're like 20 until they get married and move out. And then it's hard to find another home. But if you have like five people living in a house and you're only allowed one car. Yeah. That used to be the way life was here. You see a lot of older homes with just one car garages. Yeah, but you're allowed to have more than one car. Down yeah. there, you're only allowed one car. Yeah. Um, but there's really no land left to build things down there. Because they have all the golf courses. So they pretty much, you know... The kids live there until their parents die, and then they they move into the house, and they own it, and they just pass it down from generation to generation. Find one of the golf courses that's not doing well and build a 1,000 homes on it. What Dangerfield say in a Caddyshack? Uh, country clubs and cemeteries, biggest waste of prime real estate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they built there. The, um, the hotel I worked at, Sinesta Beach, was tore down. I don't know what was built there. I'm guessing another hotel. There's a lot of land there. You could build a couple of uh, like condo communities or something, and have give people a chance to go buy something. And why don't we do that? Why don't we come developers in in Bermuda? We can do that after the fusion thing. Ah, there's really no open land down there. One of the golf it's not courses. like Jamaica, where you got you know, let the people just build shanties right on the side of a cliff. I mean, some of these these homeless people are poor people. They have prime real estate. They're living right on the ocean. Now, granted, they're living in a shack with no heat. Mm. No air conditioning, no nothing, no electricity. But they wake up every <laughs> Sounds morning. Sounds great. <laughs> Lovely. Fabulous. I would do it. You wake up every morning and look at the view you got. Without electricity? Beautiful Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, you just build so a fire. What? I can walk to the ocean and look to... at it. <laughs> yeah, but I live there. I could, like, sleep with my flaps open in my tent, whatever I'm living in, and just look at the ocean all night, the Not moon on the ocean. You just sold those Playboys, so how are you going to work it? How are you going to spank? Go down. I never, I never spanked to a Playboy. <laughs> oh, um, uh, but without electricity, you, you go down you and got catch, no refrigerator, you got no stove, you go you've down, got no air conditioning. You got, and but at least I get to look at the ocean. There's a lot of ocean and, to look at. You go down there where you, you can get that stuff. You go down there, you fish, you, you build a fire. I never jerked in a Playboy. You cook in a Playboy or to a Playboy. Well, younger I did. 
You had nothing else. You didn't have porn on the internet. You're arguing with yourself. Well, now I don't. Um, uh, you catch fish, you build a fire, you cook your fish right there, you cook your potatoes in there. You're going to do that every day. Because you're going to have to, because you got no electricity anyway to cook back in the shed. I the could shed. eat fish yeah, every day. Dude, having to grind a like fruit. that does not appeal to me. No. Have, you have everybody has a goat, you have some milk. How, where are you gonna? Where are you gonna put the goat if you live on a shanty? <laughs> you on tie a it cliff? up. You tie it up. Tie it stick. Up. Just get a goat and tie it up and do what with it? Yeah, milk what? it. Milk it. Goat's milk. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? I love that so movie, the goat by would the have way. to be pregnant. I love. That. Yeah, and then after that, you have the babies Great and you theory. eat that. You eat the baby goats. Eat the goats. Yeah. That's a heck of a lifestyle you've got. I've had curry goat down there before. It's not bad. Curry tastes goat's like, good. Tastes like chicken. Tim has been gone for one segment. We're already back to pockets. Homeless on the beach fever dream. Wet can cook. That's from Big Tuft. Renters Roundtable. Solving housing, housing problems in developing nations. It's from mm-hmm. Zach's wife, that Gummy. That could be a topic, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Again, we're just it. looking for sponsors. Well, if I was king yeah. of Bermuda and we said, hey, we got no place to live here. Yet we have eight golf courses where foreigners come play. One of those golf courses is gone. <laughs> and we're going to have some homes for people that would like to live there. With well, electricity or without? With. You're going to tell Belmont to close. You're going to tell Mid-Ocean. Mid-Ocean is a better course than Port Royal. How are you going to look Mid-Ocean One in the of eyes? them. Yeah, Port Royal. Yeah, I think that... Southampton Princess has a whole a to, course. To better the population in large is probably better than the satisfy the golfers. Yeah, the one you could tear down, which they won't... Uh, which is around a community would be Port Royal, which is in Somerset, because there's not like attached to a hotel, so you could build some subdivisions there and some housing. Everything else pretty much is is near a hotel, so if you you they're not going to let you build homes around a hotel. So there's really only one or two you could do that to. The thing is, <laughs> only so, one or two. The thing is, it's so small. I mean, it's. I mean, they're still catching their their. They drink rainwater. Oh, come on. In Bermuda? <laughs> yes. Well, technically we do too, but it's just filtered. Well, it's filtered. All the, Almost all the homes down there, the roofs are built with limestone. And they're like at a jagged angle. Uh, angle. And all the rain goes into a filtration system at, underneath your home. Mm-hmm. So they catch rainwater. If you don't, if, if it goes a while without raining, it, it's expensive to buy water down there. You have to buy water. But they all catch rainwater. That's how they drink. The, that's their drinking water. We get water here from the Mississippi River. That's right. Yeah, that's Rain gross. Goes think from about that. it. Uh, the road from I'll do a golf show to I would live in a tent is a road not many people go on. That's from uh, Blasey's mm-hmm. guy, big old fan. Iggy and geography. Bermuda is in the North Atlantic off the coast of North Carolina an hour from New York. It's not down there. Yeah, I know where it's at. I live there. Mm. I say everything down there. Yeah, I have heard you say down there. To things north of us. Uh, is Ken the first person to strive to be homeless? It's from Cuck Knobloch. <laughs> to fish every day. I don't strive to be homeless. And tie I mean, up a goat. I'm probably closer than most of you people, but... I've never jerked to a playboy whilst also simultaneously owning hundreds. Is not the flex you think it is, creep. That's from Jenny Talia. Well, I think we all did as when we were younger. We found our dad's playboys. Yeah, but once you got... once you, My dad moment, didn't have them. But once you got DVDs and VHSs and porn, you, nobody's... Jerk into a Playboy anymore? Oh gosh! That's yeah, that's out of style. What's in style, Doug? Is St. Louis hair restoration? You oh, and I sure both. Is. Welcome to Tough Town, Doug. Yeah. Now that I'm on camera, people can see the lettuce uh, front and center here. I'll even dip down. Take a look at my crown. Oh yeah. Gosh, the there's no bare spot at all anymore. No, look at that. Look it's at really that. Not, thick. Actually. I wish the audience could feel my thickness. 
uh, because we're really coming into our own here. Yeah, you got a full-grown bush. Doug's got tufts. Yeah, well, this is Tough Town, and now that we're welcome to Tough Town. Yeah, now that we're sitting, I'd say four feet from each other, this mm. really is Tough Town cap uh, population us because we went over and checked out our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. If you are looking in the mirror and saying, "Man, that hairline's kind of..." going a little bit north or maybe uh, it's just not as thick as it once was or that the crown that I just showed on YouTube mm-hmm. is getting a little bit thinner. That was exactly where I was post-college. I looked at the mirror. I said, that's just not looking great. Uh, I got a little history of baldness in my family. If you're in the same situation, there is something you can do about it, and you should start by getting a consultation with our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Every morning, I take a finasteride pill. Super easy to do. It's just a generic form of Propecia. Really helps curb the loss of your hair and then i wear this little laser cap at night that kind of looks like a batting helmet yeah super it's just not it's not anything crazy by that and if you get hit by a pitch you're going to be okay just fine just fine six minutes a night and that helps it gets blood flowing up to the top of your head which helps Mm -hmm. the regrowth of hair and that's what they did for me over at st louis hair restoration doug something a little different they did an fue procedure and i'm telling you Doug, I'm for real. That hairline is starting to drop a little bit. It is. I've almost got my 20-year-old hairline back. It's really coming back. Yeah. Looks good. It gets thicker in in time. Yeah. Yeah. You said you had had a history of baldness in your family. I have none. Really? My father passed away at age 75 with more hair than the four of us in this room combined. Yeah, that's correct. My My brother has a full head of hair. My dad, too. My dad's flowing locks, 70 years old. Yeah. Just me. We got lucky, but now we live in tough town. Now it's tough town, baby. It works. What you ought to do is at least at least talk to them. Right. Talk to Greg Kryling and uh, Dr. Polenga there at uh, St. Louis Hair Restoration. They've got lots of different options. You may not need an FUE procedure. Maybe the laser cap is enough. Maybe the finasteride is enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on your situation. Sure. But whatever it is, they have an answer. They've certainly helped Jackson and I, and they will help you. If your hair has bothered you for a long time or if it's just starting to bother you, don't just sit there and take it. Buy a ticket on a train to Tough Town. That's right. That's St. Louis Hair Restoration. Mm-hmm. Go check them out. St. Louis Hair Restoration. Coming up on the show, we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Again, the prize for that. Tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on Saturday, June 1st. You can win tickets to that concert. If you win, email of the day. The standings are as followed. Blueberry Pop Pop has three wins. The JV Golf Coach with two wins. And then the Calcified Ear, the Fancy Gentleman. Oh. Amanda Groin, Dogtown Tyler from Spartanburg, Buck Swope, and Cucky the Dwarf each have a win apiece. So uh, this November email of the day competition is wide open. That's the, that's the, yeah, big time. That is the design air heating and cooling email of the day. Doug, as I look at the forecast right now, 50 mm. degrees. We're a week away from Thanksgiving. Right. 50 degrees. The high today is 70. I'm seeing 69 and 70 uh, today here in Creef Core. Just outstanding weather, ball striking galore, outstanding, but it's not going to last. I can already see that temperature dropping by uh, next week, Doug, Thanksgiving. You know what the high is for Thanksgiving? 50? I got 34 degrees as a high on Thanksgiving. 50 on Apple. Really? Yeah. Next Thursday? You have 50? Uh huh. Low of 32, high of 50? I have a low of 22 and a high of 34. These apps. That's that's some serious discrepancy. Plaza, see if you can. find out that but either way it's not going to stay warm for too much longer and pausing now i'm putting you on the spot with two things but can i hear a little bit about design air that's design air oh, heating and cooling design air heating and cooling is the official hvac provider of tma and the tim mckernan show podcast they're online at designairservice.com 
And yeah, I know it's warm right now, but it's inevitably going to cool down and your furnace is going to be working over time. So when that happens, you want to make sure it's working. Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling says get that furnace tuned up and do so very easily, very quickly by going to designairservice.com and clicking on the Book Now tab. I had it done last month. Incredibly easy. They were in, they were out, and now we have peace of mind for the winter months. It's all at Design Air Heating and Cooling. I'm on at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Doug Vaughn is a client. I am a client. And once you work with Design Air, you will be a client as well. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. You want to know what I have? Yeah. Low of 28, high of 60. On Thanksgiving? Really? Oh, thank you. Here's what I have. Wildly different. Here, this is the third one. No, 44 and 24 on Thanksgiving. Oh, mine just kicked in differently now. 44 and 24? Just within the last 15 seconds, it changed. At low of 24, high of 34. It said 50, 15 seconds. Yeah, now here's the uh, the difference in some of these. This is just a Weather Channel 10-day forecast. First, I went to KMOV. So I want to check Saturday what it's going to be like for Gobble Bowl. Right. Mainly what it's going to be when I get up in the morning. Sure. It has for Friday night low 54 mm. and a high Saturday of 57. I go to the Weather Channel. Friday, high of 58, low of 28 on Friday evenings. According to this, when I wake up Friday morning or Saturday morning, it's going to be 28. According to the V, it's going to be 54 when I wake up. Thanksgiving here, they have... High of 43, low of 24. So I've seen a 30, a 40, and a 50 so far. Oh, and it angers you a little. I can and, tell and by the, the weather channel. Voice. The weather channel is almost 30 degrees difference from Friday evening than what KMOV yeah. has. Well, maybe they're just changing because mine just changed just while we were sitting yeah. here talking Iggy, about it. Saturday morning when you wake up, it's going to be 29 degrees. <laughs> well, according to KMOV, it's going to be 54. I don't... Where are you seeing that? I, Go to KMOV, click on weather, and see what it says for Friday... It'll have yeah, a high Friday. Well, Friday's different than Thursday. Friday different Saturday. Friday night. Oh, I know. I'm talking about Saturday. Yeah, but Saturday morning and Friday evening are eight hours apart. Well, it'll say on that, it'll say Friday. It'll have one temperature. It'll say 58. And then below that, it'll have the low. That's what it's going to be Saturday morning when you get up. Yeah, I'm seeing 33 as the low on Saturday. Did you go to KMOV? This is I'm on KMOV. Go to KMOV and then go to what it says on Friday. What are the two temperatures oh, for Friday? Oh, that's enough! No, I'm just curious. What are the two temperatures that it says for Friday? Oh, well, KMOV has one of the worst weather. No, they don't. <laughs> they got the best. Mine's not even scrolling, but I have oh. ad. Yeah, if you just scroll down, you'll see seven. You'll just see the seven days. I, I'm looking at the hours. <laughs> no, it's right, I know, it's I, right I, above the hours. It'll, you'll okay. see a thing. You want me to go to Friday? It's just a forecast yeah, anyway. I got a low of 54 on Friday from KMOV. Yeah, there you go. Low of 54, which oh, means yeah, Friday. So we're talking about Saturday morning. Saturday, Iggy. I have a low of 31. Sat- yeah, Saturday, like from Friday. But that's Friday going to the e- evening. No, uh, Iggy, like uh, at 1 a.m., that's Saturday morning. Yeah. So, like, it's going to be 50. Late Friday evening, but it's going to switch on a dime one, two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning at 7 a.m. Could it be 29? So, like the Friday to Saturday, there's eight hours of you waking up and you being you're being asleep that's going to change 20 degrees. I do believe that's what it, it what it right. says. Bust out that Missy Elliott coat, Iggs. It's gonna to. be cold on Saturday morning. We like the coat, it looks like you're wrapped in a black baked a potato. A lot of people wrapping. liked it uh, Saturday night when I wore it. It was the talk of the town. I'll Izzy, tell you that Simmons, Izzy Simmons, who works here, um, 
Just got promoted, actually. Still Who helps works, out. That's amazing. She get... St. Gabe's? No, Hubbard. <laughs> oh. She works up in front. Okay. Um, so a lot of people like coordinates that we were a lot there, of things. There was St. Gabe's. But she was still there helping out. Um, Bunch of Hubbard staff. She, she's like, oh, my Definitely. God, where can I get that? I love that coat. Where can I get it? I said, Macy's. That's where I got it. Look at you. Well, fashionista, that. Okay. Ken Strode. Of course, that was a woman. Uh, yes, a maybe woman I'm, wants your clothes. Maybe you got a, a woman's jacket. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Either way. We break uh, and I'll leave early if you want. Yeah, we're, we're going <laughs> to break here in just a moment. Uh, Shut either me way, up for a while. Design air heating cooling. Get your furnace tuned up because it's going to get cold oh, here real soon. Chilly, yeah. Next week, it's going to be cold. Get mm-hmm. your ball striking in. Bleak winter ahead. So uh, get in touch no, with design air. Well, that's just going to be you the You still case. need heat. I, would, I don't want a bleak winter. I don't want zero degrees with snow oh, i'd take 40s you still need your heat when it's in the low 40s but it's not chilly what's it going to be in jamaica when you live in a shanty with a goat tied up 85 90 and you'd prefer that yep shanty. in a shanty no electricity with a goat i mean there's times when it gets like last christmas when it was 30 below zero wind chill and you couldn't even walk out of the house i would rather be homeless living in a tent in Jamaica in 90 degree weather than oh, living in that not. weather. You would not. I would find a way to live. I don't know. I would just go. It, do, it doesn't stay cold it. that long for Probably that. Probably steal a purse here or there from a tourist. That's the lifestyle you're planning for yourself now? <laughs> Stealing from tourists and living homeless in Jamaica. Yeah, That's get... better than toughing it out for a couple of days of really cold weather here. In, the, in, in heated environments. At the time, yeah. Well, Doug, some people like some things. Some people don't like, like other, other things. things. I found the way to get through when it's really cold like that is to not go outside. Mm. Yes, mm. but it was Christmas Eve, and you have to go out to the bring all the presents out. Your hands are freezing. Where are you bringing the presents out to? To my car. Why? <laughs> Why? What do you think? I'm Santa? He's going to bring the presents? <laughs> Aren't I'm going, the presents I'm, already in the house? I'm going to my—we don't celebrate Christmas in my hovel. You should this year. This year, have the whole stroke plan. Oh my God! In Maryland Heights, the whole family cooking in the kitchen. You have a new apartment. Show them off. I would embarrass them. So you're talking about walking. Same apartment, only smaller. You're talking about walking. (laughs) Same price though. It makes a lot of sense. From your apartment to your car with a handful of presents, which might take 25 or 30 (laughs) seconds, and that is so horrible. You'd rather live homeless, steal from tourists, and raise a goat in Jamaica. Pretty much nailed it. Yes, when it's 30 below zero wind chill factor, it doesn't take long to, to freeze. Yeah, that's miserable, for sure. Yeah. That's... So, But homeless in Jamaica would be equally miserable. Yeah, I'm out on that. I don't think so. Well, again, they all seem to be happy. Some people, some things, some people don't like other things. We're going to take, take a break here, but I'm going to tease something for next segment. Look oh, at me. Look at okay. me. Little, yeah. little point man is what they call me. Little point man. Little piddle sees. Yeah, and this is actually from Balloon Party. We talked about this yesterday. Uh, Tiny PP Doug, he runs the Balloon Party YouTube chat. He's mm-hmm. really in there. He's really mixing it up with the folks. And yesterday, of course, was a wide berth Wednesday, one of your favorite uh, days of the week because sure. of the wide yeah. berth Wednesday. And uh, we, we invite people to send in topics or deep dives they want to talk about. And I thought this would be a fun conversation. I really want to hear yours and Iggy's especially. No offense to you, Plowhawker. You're KG and O-Town, but you guys have been working in sports media and in St. Louis for a long time. The question Tiny PP posed, and this is something that people in sports radio never do, Mount Rushmore of sporting events you have attended. 
that I have attended. Mount Rushmore of sporting events you have attended. We got great engagement from the audience yesterday in Balloon Party talking about it. It was really fun. So I want to bring it to TMA. We'll talk about that next on the other side of the break. That's going to close out our Munganass 7 o'clock hour here on the morning after STL presented by Brown and Crouppen.